0: controlled America
1: the no bullshit bearer of doom and gloom opium free broadcast
0: the most important hour of your day investigators have tracked down the deadly secret behind the elite group that tries to rule the world when the population gets too big to handle the solution is cut it down there's an entire agenda afoot
1: to force the population to undergo different type of medical treatments, namely vaccines. We're seeing a medical tyranny being set up, not just in the United States, but worldwide under the UN and the World Health Organization. They want a planetary dictatorship so they can carry out their forced depopulation agenda. And they want to do it through the medical system. And that's why vaccines are so important. We know that many of these vaccines turn out to have serious adverse reactions. That This is being done by design. They kill you slowly over time. That's why they're called soft kill.
0: We must acknowledge that the genetic COVID-19 genetic injections cause far more harm than good and provide zero benefit relative to risk. The death rates from this vaccine are, there's been more deaths in eight months than in all the billions of vaccines combined over the last 30 years. 50% of the deaths occur within 48 hours, 80% within a week.
1: And I've got an insider I think you should really talk to, Dr. Rima Labo.
0: In a very short time, not today, not tomorrow, but very soon, we will be facing compulsory vaccination under the mistaken term of voluntary vaccination. Now, what is it about these vaccinations? You think that they're bad? Well, first of all, let's start with the fact that the World Health Organization has decided that we have 90% too many people. The World Health Organization has been working since 1974 on vaccines to create permanent sterility. Now, this is pretty shocking. This process has already been ongoing. To make matters worse, the vaccines that were illegally approved by the FDA contain a substance called squalene. Squalene. An organic compound used in vaccines to stimulate the immune system and increase the
2: response. This is the Red Pill Project's daily dose. We are live with you Monday through Thursday, 8.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 6.30 p.m. Mountain Standard Time. Yeah, I said that. Wow. This is where we bring you the unfolding global conspiracy. And a conspiracy, it is. And we just saw a video from 2009. I didn't play that because it was Alex Jones. I played that because it was 2009 that we were warned about this, that we've been warned about this for a very long time by a lot of different people, not only Alex Jones, but...
1: yes yeah, Jesse Ventura. Yeah. He was
2: there, too. Well, in and, well and, and, I mean, if you take a look at Jesse today, he's definitely... I don't think he... I think he got vaccinated, but that's just my thought. Really?
1: I didn't know. I haven't... Heard anything from him? Yeah, I, don't, I
2: don't know. I don't want to speak for him, but I've seen oh. him. He's like an anti-Trumper kind of jumping on board with <laughs> the liberals on a lot of stuff. Well, uh,
1: too too yeah. much time in Hollywood.
2: Too much time in Hollywood, I guess. But, but yeah, welcome to the Red Pill Project's Daily Dose. This is where we uh, deep dive into the unfolding global conspiracy, the narrative as it unfolds. Uh, and you're wondering what narrative that is? Well, that is uh, well communism coming to America, totalitarian state, a one-world government the depopulation through various types of medical procedures and scare tactics known as pandemics, <sighs> and we are headed towards the firestorm event in 2023 is going to be very very interesting now the good thing about 2023 is that republicans have taken back the house of representatives we just saw deliberations this last weekend where kevin mccarthy becomes speaker of the house um not my first choice but it looks like there was a lot of negotiations that occurred with this and so the guy negotiating for everybody was donald trump and i wrote a a substack article about this days before well day before it happened about how donald trump doesn't need to be speaker of the house because he's already in control of the house because he's got 20 loyal republicans he's got over 100 more loyal republicans That support him, which means that they are going to implement the America First agenda. And this was actually ratified in writing with Kevin McCarthy before um, they came about and um, voted for him. So this is going to be really interesting to see what happens and to see the church style committees that are going to come about, to see the investigations that are going to come about. Oh, yeah. And to see what happens, man. I hope we see some big
1: battles won here.
2: Yeah, and, and you know, someone did point to this, that uh, the day that uh, Kevin McCarthy was announced speaker was January 7th, and there was a three-year delta. Good win, win slash win, 15 kill brackets. So that was kind of interesting. Um, I haven't looked too much into it, but it, it's uh, it, it's just interesting. It's interesting to see how those things kind of correlate directly with that. Uh, and a lot of the big news in 2023, well, I don't know if you oh, – go ahead, go ahead.
1: January seventh, twenty twenty three adds up to
2: seventeen. Oh, there you go.
1: Yeah.
2: I like that. Well Yeah, I saw that. One of the big trends that I've seen the last few days has been UFOs. Uh-huh. I've yeah, seen we had it that everywhere. One in Russia
1: that we yeah. talked about on Friday.
2: Well, the Russia thing was shot down, whatever that was. I think it was a drone, but that's just me. I don't know. But uh I mean you start going on Twitter all over the place, it's UFOs are are trending all over the place. Cool. And uh a lot of people are calling for right now a House investigation because you got to remember Donald Trump had an executive order when he left office that they had to release a hundred after 180 days after um, December 16th, I think it was that they had to release a report on everything that they know about UFOs and UAPs, um, and they failed to do that. They came back and basically said, "No, we're not telling you," and then really haven't provided any information since then. So I think that the house, potentially, Josh has a bad echo. I didn't hear it. How's my audio, everybody, uh, for everybody out there?
1: Sounds good for me.
2: Okay, nobody hears an echo. So so whoever hears an echo, please reboot. It's probably you. Um, Nobody else hears an echo. Okay, so... I think that this could be big coming into 2023. Now They're I wanna revisit. check. I wanna They're check. They're
1: gonna revisit the UAP UFO.
2: Yes. And Thanks. so we don't have a guest this Friday. We're gonna do a UFO show.
1: Okay. Cause I have something cool that I could actually contribute to that. Okay. Um, I'm going energy you're, you're gonna be there with me,
2: but I'm gonna get a guest. Okay. I'm gonna get a guest on to talk about UFOs. All you're right. gonna I'd be there. To be we're on. gonna have some fun. I'm going to try to find a guest. I, maybe even David would like to come on, David Whitehead, because he's really big in the UFO stuff. Um, that's kind of how he got started with all this. But uh, I got a few yeah. ideas. Brad Olson, a few other people. I'm going to give him a call. Brad's cool. Oh, Brad's awesome. But uh, see if we can get like a panel together to discuss UFOs. That'd be pretty cool. But I think it's, it's time. But... I want to make a series of predictions for 2023 and I'm not the type to make predictions. I like I like looking at the narrative and saying, "Hey, this is potentially what's going to happen" and watch how it kind of falls into place, right? Yeah. Um but from what I see is I think that 2023 is going to be a year of massive disclosure. Massive information coming to the surface. And so I think within this is we could potentially see a congressional committee developed to look into the ufo uap phenomena that is a public committee hmm. i think that we, we're going to see that into obviously a lot of what the twitter files are about fbi uh, spying the missouri um, louisiana lawsuit um, hmm. we could potentially see some of these agencies getting downgraded fbi cia yeah. these types of things uh, through congressional powers we can uh, potentially see All the declassified documents that we've been talking about for the last two years that we wanted to see, I think that we're going to see all this come to the surface. Because how do you enter evidence legally into the congressional record? Well, you have a committee that comes about. So they're going to investigate January 6th. The real events of January 6th. So, we're going to see what really yeah. happened there. The um, true facts. Yeah. They're going to investigate, obviously, spying, FBI. Uh, General Mike Flynn actually published something a little while ago about this. Uh, it was, let's see if I can find it real quick. Um, go into here. It's on my Twitter feed. But I'll just pull this up. If you guys are not following me on Twitter, Red Pill the World, at Red Pill the World. This is my backup profile until my primary one is reinstated, which we'll see if it ever is. Um, and we're going to go down here. Oh, we can go through my Twitter feed. We haven't done that in a while. But let, let's talk about this thread right here. General Mike Flynn, he's back on Twitter. He has a short thread. In the coming months, among other serious problems, and there are many, we're going to learn about the FISC court this is uh, the the surveillance court it has become a parallel to the supreme court but operates with almost total secrecy in 1975 church stated hiding evil is the trademark of a totalitarian government then flynn goes on to say there is no more per, uh, per, pernicious threat to free society than the secret police operating beyond the law if the abuses have not been uncovered and the agency gone unchecked we might have well have seen a secret police developed in the united states
0: we already have
2: it's already here mm-hmm. and he's already hitting at that but this is what we're going to see we're going to see an investigation at that Flynn's calling out Flynn so <clears throat> for everybody out there wondering kind of how who's collaborating behind the scenes and what's now being coming public is Flynn General Flynn lives in Florida um, him and Kerry Lake were on the phone with Donald Trump on Friday night okay Flynn has been collaborating with Donald Trump Donald Trump was on the phone with Marjorie Taylor Greene negotiating with the 20 Republicans, Matt Getz, and everybody like this on January 7th. And so this is what you have to see, is that Trump isn't like the commander in chief and president, but Trump is running behind the scenes. He is moving things behind the scenes and getting the investigations. This was, I guess this was their plan to get Congress back in. Once they have Congress, they got the uh, investigation oversight and now they're going to start the investigation. So we know January 6th, illicit spying on American citizens. I think we could potentially see one in the UFOs. I think that we're probably going to have something on vaccine inquiry because this is big right now. Um, mm-hmm. This is getting out of control on their level. Um, And I I think that we could potentially see something into the 2020 election fraud. And this will come out from that January 6th investigation. And I think with that, you'll see these documents that we're talking about be interjected into evidence. Because, firstly, you have to have the Hunter Biden laptop brought into evidence because this is one of, this actually fits both of these January 6th and the FBI spying together with it. And so you'll probably see an investigation into that. We just saw Joe <laughs> Biden is being investigated by the National Archives for leaving classified information um, in uh, his yeah, yeah private – yeah. So this is – The
1: desk that he went – the office that he went to after his vice presidency. Mm-hmm. Um, what if all of a sudden they're doing these investigations like into January 6th and then some random computer repair shop guy <laughs> has Nancy Pelosi's laptop? and Same dude. To- <laughs>
2: I don't want these things. Stop giving them to me.
1: (laughs) I don't know, man. She was drunk. She said it had a virus.
2: But I think 2023, we're going to see massive disclosure, massive information coming out. And I think everybody feels that, too. I think we can all kind of understand how this is all coming about. Um, But with that is you have to look at the counter argument, right? Is that if we have that coming out for our movement, then what's going on on the other side? Well, they're going to counterreact that. I think catastrophic contagion is going to be utilized as the next pandemic. I think the WHO is going to try to take over medical sovereignty over the world. I think that they're going to implement a structure of fear through vaccine deaths and attribute them to a new pandemic, to a virus called catastrophic contagion. Um, This is because they say 85% of the children are going to die. We're coming into that realm right now Uh to where the children started getting vaccinated. We're coming into that two-year period. Yeah. And so this means that the children are of those children who got vaccinated are probably going to start having effects in the next few months, which means you, that they're going to call this a new pandemic. I believe that this is what's yes. going to happen.
1: I think so, dude. It's the same setup as last time. Yep. You know what would be interesting too? Uh you know how you look at what's going on with our infrastructure and how the grid is really weak. Things are just basically like on a on a teeter totter and really close to failing. And it seems like they're taking action in the Biden administration Mm -hmm. to kind of push this forward, you know, reduce our oil, reduce our energy in every single way, these wars, trade wars. And it seems almost counterproductive. What if they're anticipating this information disclosure and they're preparing for mass blackouts? And they're just going to be like, oh, "Oh, how terrible blackouts. I guess nobody could use the internet for a while. Ah, sucks.
2: You're you're spot on. right. Try to survive. Yep. You're spot on, right? So I'm gonna I want to throw this in there real quick because Roxy just mentioned this is that the documents were found at his desk at the University of Pennsylvania. Now one mm-hmm. of the interesting ties is this goes back to the classified information being transferred to the universities. Is they took 50, over fifty million dollars from Chinese donors last year, University of Pennsylvania. So think about that: is you have classified documents in this desk of Joe Biden that anybody can go in there and look at. And here's $50 million from the Chinese. They go in there, they open up the documents, bada bing, bada boom. It's really that simple. Um, So, you're right. Hunter's
1: bright ideas.
2: Yeah, you're right, Vince, is that all this was brought down to this point of massive vulnerability because they knew as the truth began to come out, they have to find ways to cover it up. And one of those things is, is the pandemic will occur. Then you might have an EMP or you'll have world war three breakout, global economic collapse. You're going to have supply chain crumble. You're going to have the infrastructure collapse. They remember what I said, they will scorch this earth before they ever give up power. And that's where we're headed right now is that Most we flags. Yeah. That, that once all this starts to drip, drip flood, that's when they start attacking supply chain infrastructure economy um, yeah that's when and things imagine, start to collapse
1: you think it's hard to get into somebody's get information through to somebody now imagine when there's a building on fire across the street and the pantry's empty you're not going to get anything through to that person except yeah. unless you're like but wait, hey, I got can canned beans
2: hunter biden's laptop dude it's on fire <laughs> yeah Dude, my family's hungry. I don't care about yeah, politics. Exactly. And that's exactly what they're going to do. Is problem, reaction, solution. Look over here instead of over there. You, you got it spot on, man. The, and this is the whole pu- purpose of the Firestorm event is to usher in the Great Reset. And this is how they do it. Is they're going to create these situations um, that counteract the Great Awakening. And when this happens, we'll see. People have to wake up. People have to be at that precipice like they are in Brazil right now. What's happening in Brazil is pretty crazy, huh?
1: Yeah. Uh, do you remember? So they're protesting really heavily. and I They're not protesting. Just, they're rioting. They are rioting. And um, what evidence was there? Do you remember what evidence there was to the election fraud? I remember that they were winning. They had a huge majority in the polls. And then it came out. It was a really close race and they lost. Um, is that all we have, or was there more information so regarding the, um, fraud or the signs of potential fraud?
2: So the, the basically the way election night went in Brazil was a direct operation. If you ever seen the hammer and scorecard, how kind of like the numbers kind of rise like this, it was exactly hammer and scorecard. The yeah, margins and, of which he pulled away were yeah, uh, like and, just like 1.4, 1.5%, something like that. <sighs>
1: Yeah, it was very close. And um, that's not normal, natural. That's not how numbers behave typically. Um, You know, and it's really simple. If if this was in fact like they're saying a legit election, I was listening to a Twitter space and this guy was like, I've been following elections in South America forever and it's definitely legit I could tell you that and it's like dude you don't know that first of all if it's so legit release the code give it to the people and tell them to go home and review it and stay home because Mm -hmm. it was so clean and legit but no they're just conspiracy theorists and terrorists and you know you see the different sides of the narrative as this is happening and it's clearly a conspiracy yep in my head
2: well it's like this one um, this one Twitter feed I saw a little while ago I'm going to pull it up here And this is the type of stuff that we have to deal with. And where is it? There it is. This guy, he says, every word of this tweet is a lie. Every fucking word. Okay? Now, (laughs) who's, who's Malcolm? Malcolm is a U.S. intelligence, 36 plus years, expert terrorism extremism, Russians, Uh, getting ass kicked, ex-fied, New York Times bestselling author, Navy senior chief, widower, Ukrainian legionnaire. So he's in Ukraine fighting, okay. Um, Wow. So he said, every single one of these words is a lie. Nancy Pelosi rejected National Guard help. Capitol Police let protesters in. Ray Epps, FBI, led the charge. BLM Antifa was present. Dems assassinated Ashley Babbitt. Cover up of stolen 2020 election. 14,000 hours of unseen surveillance. Well, uh, unfortunately, that's a highly incorrect statement. Because, um, yes, Nancy Pelosi rejected the National Guard's help. We know this, that the Secretary of Defense had written up an authorization approved by Donald Trump to send 20,000 troops, 25,000 troops into Washington, D.C., and Nancy Pelosi declined it. So that's true. Um, Capitol Police let protesters in. Yes, they removed the barricades. They opened the doors. They removed the magnetic barriers of the doors and waved people in.
1: Yeah, there's plenty of video footage of that, by the way
2: there's video footage of ray epps leading the charge let's break down the barriers let's go in the night before even taunting it so that's true blm and antifa were present yes they were they were on site they were present um dems assassinated ashley babbitt i don't know if the word assassinated is the correct word here they killed ashley babbitt and it wasn't dems it was Capitol police killed ashley babbitt okay doesn't necessarily mean dems or anything like that so okay Cover-up of the stolen 2020 election. It wasn't a cover-up of the 2020 election. It was a setup of conservatives and Republicans so they wouldn't get out of hand later on down the road as Joe Biden began dismantling our country. It was a campaign campaign. To basically discredit you, me, everybody else, and keep us in our place by falsely imprisoning people like grandmas, fathers, mothers, and ruining their lives yeah. and implementing fear into the eyes of you and me. And then 14,000 exactly. yep, 14, hours of unseen surveillance footage, that's actually incorrect. It's about 27,000 hours of unseen surveillance footage. Right, And they can find all these people, but they can't find that one bimer, bomber. And you notice like all the video from all over Washington, D.C. is like all this high-quality video. The FBI can put all these film rates out there. But that one camera that catches that bomber, I mean, it's less than, what is it, one, uh, one-tenth of a frame per second or whatever that is. And the last time that they used cameras like that was 1954, that you can't even buy cameras like that. And so they're lying. And here's the thing is they're going to investigate this and they're going to get to the bottom of it. And I guarantee you they're going to bring up that. I guarantee you Congress is going to freaking hopefully pull the veil off of this shit.
1: Yeah, John Sullivan was there. Yep.
2: Where's um, he nowadays? He really dropped off the grid. He did. Modeste Mbami, former Cameroon and PSG soccer star, dies at 40 years of age of a heart attack so sad. Check Lots this out. This. I, I wanna I want everybody to watch this. this what's was, next? This was posted by the RNC, okay? This is Drew Barrymore's show, and yep, that there she is. Stacey Abrams. Let's check this out. So And I want you to tell me what's wrong with this this video. What's next?
1: Are you gonna run again? Are you going? Like, are you do we get to look forward to this and galvanize I, I, again? I
2: I will likely run again.
1: Yeah! I don't know what <laughs>
2: What's wrong with that picture? Look at this. You have them right next to each other, just a few feet next to each other, talking it up, spitting that saliva all over each other. Then you go to the audience. Boom. The whole audience is gagged with yellow masks. What the fuck is wrong with these people? Dude, it's a cult. I swear to you, it's a cult. Just unbelievable. Unbelievable.
1: Unbelievable. Not even just masks. They told them, hey, actually, you need to wear these masks Yeah, so you all match for the TV. So sad.
2: So this is interesting. This is Adam Rich from, uh, if you remember the TV show, Eight is Enough, uh, from a while back, probably the 1970s. Adam Rich, he posted this, I am vaccinated A, I trust science, and B, I care more about the lives of my family and friends and even you than my own personal free-dumbs. Get vaccinated now, motherfuckers. That was July 24th, 2021. And today? Eight is Enough star Adam Rich dead at age 54.
1: That's sad. But if he says get vaccinated now, mother effers, can I say um, I bet he probably regrets trusting the vaccine with all his heart? (laughs)
2: Looks like he trusted that one with all of his heart. That, Come that's on, horrible. That's
1: very rude of him to say that. And, it is. You know, it's sad that this is happening, but when you see somebody being so ignorant mm-hmm. and arrogant and so wildly wrong,
2: uh, it's hard to be nice. Well, how about this one? Ready for this one? Pfizer gives $1 million to Ken- Kentucky GOP to expand its headquarters called the Mitch McConnell Building. No. <laughs> Yeah, Pfizer one million dollars to the Kentucky GOP. Corruption. And we that have the uh, confidential list of the Davos of the Davos attendees. This is it. Dun, 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 dun. World nice. Economic Forum annual meeting twenty twenty three. A list of participants. And uh, it actually has their contact information, which is blacked out. But
1: um, were we on there? I didn't get a, a letter. I I,
2: I I I'm not on there. I was se- looking for my name. Um and but basically, if you want to look at it, it's uh, investment bankers, oil and gas, and uh, minerals and mining is primarily. And then royal families. I mean, the the Queen and King of Belgium are going to be there. Uh, King Philip. Interesting. Yep. Uh, Prime Minister of Belgium. So a lot of stuff with Belgium this year. Botswana. Botswana, Brazil. Oh, of course, you know, Uh, I bet you're going to have the new Brazil president going there. Or all of his new people. Um, But yeah, so a lot of different people on here. Let's go to the let's just go down to the US and see who from the US is going to be there. And USA. A lot of people from the USA. Look at all those people making the trip. Like three pages of USA. Um, Accenture. Do you know what Accenture is? Is that healthcare? Professional uh, Accenture, services. Accenture. I think so. Insurance, life insurance. But they're going to have someone from life insurance there, right? Accenture. Oh, there you go. AIG. Yep. AIG. I wonder why AIG, the largest insurance company in the world, is going <laughs> to be there. Um, probably because of all the vaccine deaths. Don't worry, guys. We we got it. We got you taken care of. So, Annan the representation, anheuser Bush, AstraZeneca, of course. Um, We have uh, Bain and Capital. You know who that is? Bain and Capital. That's uh, Mitt Romney's former company. Bank of America, of course. Bill Melinda Gates Foundation, of course. The Bill Melinda Gates Foundation. Um Bioformis. I've never heard of them, but that's you know, it'd be interesting to go in and actually start looking at uh some of these companies that are attending there and seeing their connection. Right? Mm-hmm. Uh Larry Fink, BlackRock. We got BlackRock attendees, Bloomberg, Bank of New York Mellon This is Federal Reserve. Boom Supersonic. I don't know what that is. Um, uh, Breakthrough Energy. Ooh, what's this? Anne Mettler, a breakthrough energy. Ooh, I want to check that one out.
1: Energy. energy. is doing really well.
2: Yeah. In this crap energy. economy. I've, I've heard of that one though. I wanna I wanna check that one out. I wonder what Ann Mettler, a breakthrough energy is.
1: It's interesting. You see all these companies and organizations and influential individuals, rich people. Mm-hmm. This is how they control the world. They get all these organizations, companies, and etc. on board. And They mandate things and require things and make policy outside of any government,
2: Mm -hmm. Uh, essentially. Bill Gates. How about that? Mm -hmm. Breakthrough Energy is just Bill Gates. It's just Bill Gates in the energy industry. That's all it is. Oh, my God. Yep. Um, We got tons of capital companies, C3AI, AI AI companies, um, Carnegie Endowment, of course, I wonder who from the U.S. federal government is going to be there, right? CNN. Oh, my God. CNN's actually going to make it there. I didn't know they were still around. Um, Credit Suisse, <laughs> Dell Technologies, Deutsche Bank, Dow Jones, Ecolab. Um, for some reason, Estee Lauder is going to be there. I, I have no idea what makeup has anything to do. Maybe that's where they're going to put the vaccines next, into makeup.
1: <laughs> oh, my gosh, dude. You say that jokingly? Kind of, but I bet you're serious
2: because that could totally happen. Yeah, very much could happen. Um, Goldman Sachs, of course. Google. Okay, okay, Google's going to be there. Uh, Aerospace, Harvard. 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 And I'm looking for uh, U.S. government. U.S. government. Where is the U.S. government? They got to be somebody from the U.S. government in here. But basically, everybody who's everybody, uh, there's Massachusetts Institute of Technology, the Mayo Clinic, uh, Facebook, Microsoft, we got Morgan Stanley, (laughs) New York Times. I don't know why they're relevant.
1: We should give this list to the Republicans and be like, start your investigations Mm -hmm. here. (laughs)
2: Lord Mark Malik Brown, uh, Daniel Sachs, Alexander Soros of the Open Society Foundations, of course. It doesn't look like Georgie Boy is going to be there. PayPal, Pepsi, Pfizer. Pfizer, okay. So Pfizer is going to be there. Um, like this What's one. You want? P- yeah, Project 44. That's going to be interesting. Hmm. Salesforce. Is invited? I, I'm a, I'm, I'm, I haven't gotten that far. We're going to check in a second. Stanford University, State Street, Cisco. What else do we got here? Time. I'm not seeing anything from Twitter. Nope, no Twitters. No Twitters invited. No Twitters invited. Washington Post. Um interesting. Yeah, but I don't see any politicians. So I'm wondering, I bet you John Kerry's gonna be there. What's up with the Facebook chuck? Uh Kosh Josh Josh is epic on there. Um I didn't see Epic. Send me your guys' notes and questions on that, if, if there is. Epic is the largest electronic health records worldwide. I didn't see Epic on that. Oh,
1: yeah. We did a Makes You Think episode on Epic. What an interesting ah. company.
2: Alt, uh, I'll type in Epic. No Epic on that list. But, all right. So, what do we got in news today? The U.S. dollar falls to its weakest level in seven months against the euro. <laughs> well... A lot of financial people on that list, I guess we're headed towards uh, global financial collapse. But you know, you know, there was a good point made today. I was talking to my oldest brother, not Jason, mm-hmm. another brother. Mm-hmm. And uh, we were talking about the global financial collapse. And he said, look, dude, he goes, these people will keep that economy going until they don't need it anymore. Yes. That's he said, they will keep it moving. No matter how broke, it's like a clunker going down the street. Right? It's like a clunker going down the street. They will keep that thing going until they're absolutely ready for the next thing. Yeah. Yep.
1: They could keep buying their own debt over and over again until dollars are just worth nothing. Yeah. Until it's not functioning anymore completely. Mm-hmm. Or they just say, okay, let's pull the plug. And make it collapse on purpose.
2: Yep. So we have a U.S. uh, used car prices record largest annualized decline in series um, in history. So Cox Automotive reported that Mannheim used vehicle uh, vehicle value index, the MUVVI, which tracks the auction price of used cars, plunged the most on record in December from a year ago as the auto market cools. It increased 0.8% in December from November and rose slightly to 2193 but was down 14.9% from the year before. And, and these are just the signs of the times to come. And so I'll, I'll show you guys these headlines. These are the signs of the times to come. Global food prices in 2022 hit record high amid droughts and war. This is from Breibart. Um, commodities like grain, vegetable oils were the highest on record last year even after falling for nine months in a row. So... Here's your sign, right? Here's your warning signs. Um, Ron Paul put out a great article about the strength of the dollar. Um, and so if this chart showed the stock price of a company, you, would you want to invest in it? <laughs> and, the st- and the price is just massive decline. If it's the price of a commodity, would you be a buyer? If you were already heavily invested in enterprise, would you hold on and hope for better days ahead? Or would you look at the long Downward slide and cut your losses and just walk away. Now, when I say long downward slide, I do mean long. Here's a bit of information. The chart above includes data for over a century from January 1913 to October 2022. So let me get this straight this enterprise has been nearly uninterrupted decline since 1952 or thereabouts. Who in their right minds would hold on to this? Over 70 years, all hope for better days has basically faded the chart shows weakening purchase power of the u.s dollar over time and ron paul's absolutely right on this um and that's what the federal reserve did and we actually started talking a little bit about this um friday with uh with who they who they call the chief uh russell J. gould oh yeah Yeah, good show too it's a good show fantastic I wish we could have went down more the constitutional route. And uh, I think he learned some yeah. things from me about the 13th and 14th amendment it was pretty cool. Um, yeah. We actually tra- exchanged some notes there, but
1: dude, as you were reading that about the dollar mm-hmm. it being in constant decline, we had thunder going off in the
2: background. I don't know if you heard it, but it was perfect. Of course you did. Um oh. So we have the mil- decline of the dollar. Sorry, go ahead. No, no, yeah. We have the decline of the dollar. And then mm-hmm. what do we have next? How about this? China takes new measure to promote de dollarization. Beijing extends yeah. hours of on- onshore Wong trading. Chinese authorities have extended trading for hours for the onshore wang as part of the state goal to broaden cross-border use of the national currency and boost wang trading activity. This also comes in line with their deals with various other BRICS nations, including Saudi Arabia and OPEC plus in the negotiations to settle transactions in the Chinese wang in, in on the Beijing exchange, other than normally having it done through the US dollar. And so this is de-dollarization of the global community. And then, so future rise of China reopening, end of tech crackdown as Asia enters bull market. Now, this is interesting. So I, I was talking about this earlier, and I said, you know how China has systematically gone through and stole patents and copied technology and copied U.S. companies and did all these things for a very long time?
1: Yeah, yeah.
2: What if this wasn't about getting market value? What if this was compensating for the market for when the West fails? Like to have a plethora of goods? Yeah, to, to have all that technology all ready for production. As the West falls away, you have it right there and you rise up as a supplier for the world. It's exactly what they're doing. And so that's what this, that's what this kind of article is about right here. Futures extended their Friday post-payrolls gains to back that China reopening optimism coupled with speculation that China's tech crackdown is finally ending, just as we speculated this weekend when reporting that Jack May's ceding control of Ant Financial and SP futures rose 0.4%. But basically what we're seeing is China... Is opening their doors back up with COVID quarantines being removed and their people all going throughout the world spreading COVID, the people creating another pandemic. Um, at the same time, they are engaging in economic warfare globally with everybody else, and so we're going to see some tough competition coming from China. But with the House of Representatives now under control of of Donald Trump, I think we're going to see some potential going towards china maybe even some um some pressure on joe biden for sanctions against china i don't know just just saying it's the the best move that they can do Mm -hmm. right now is actually bring about sanctions on china
1: yeah and definitely definitely Mm -hmm. with the the goods and the currency and the economy this part of the war i just can't help but start to think about taiwan and semiconductors when it comes to it this is going to get messy
2: it absolutely is going to get messy. So when we start seeing what's happening, and then here here you go. 10 major layoff announcements had already happened so far in 2023. This is just 2023. We were told that the U.S. economy somehow added 256,000 jobs in November, even though um, challengers Gray and Christmas determined that the number of layoffs in 2022 was actually 417% higher than it was during the same month a year earlier. We now know that the Bureau of Labor Statistics Um, somehow said that the U.S. jobs market added 223,000 jobs last month. This is the same Bureau of Labor Statistics that said we added a million jobs in June, which was really 10,000. They were off by uh, 90%, right? So, um. Salesforce has uh, said they're going to reduce about 10% of the workforce. Vimeo, 11% of the company's workforce StickFix stick fix is eliminating 20% of their salaried workforce. Um, we have yep. uh, another company, crypto firm. Genesis has cut 30% of their workforce. Silvergate capital, which is another crypto bank is eliminating 40% of its workforce. Super rare labs, another NFT marketplace, 30% of their workforce. Um, Biosept, Uh, is removing um, it looks like 35% of the workforce we have the company Compass which is a larger company that is reducing um, office space so forth going on third round of layoffs Amazon will be laying off over 18,000 people here McDonald's will slash more than 200,000 corporate staff in the coming months 200,000 for McDonald's in the coming months
1: well I think that's total that they have yeah Dude, so... Oh, okay. This is I happening. Yeah. Well, go people ahead. are losing jobs. Mm-hmm. And I think it might be kind of obvious, but I'm going to say it anyway, just, so, just for the one person who might not understand. Um, this means that there's going to be a, sh- a ton of office space coming up for grabs. And I wonder who's going to pick it up. And also homes. These people will not be able to afford their homes after they all lose their jobs. So it's going to also affect the housing market and commercial real estate market
2: well said so you're right so once this these layoffs start incurring the the Biden administration is going to keep on saying that hey we're creating jobs we're creating jobs what jobs are they actually creating they're creating temporary non-skilled labor jobs right Um, think about this is like McDonald's will come out there and lay off 20,000 people but then create 5,000 jobs of um, hamburger flippers that's five thousand jobs created. Right?
1: All these people—that's how to be they fighting. That's
2: for how jobs. they do it, right? So what happens is, is these people can't pay their bills, they can't feed their families, they can't keep their houses, they can't pay their their cars. So with this happening right now, beginning at this point, this summer, by this summer, by next fall, it's going to be a financial nightmare that i i would say and i mean look i was saying this last year that the housing market crash was going to happen last year i'm glad it didn't okay but with this coming around right now with a new round of layoffs and stuff coming in we could probably see the housing market crash by next fall because if you think about the time of people losing their jobs busting through their savings not being able to pay their mortgage six months foreclosure right Yes. That's kind of how we have to look at this is next winter is really where this will come into tide right before next year's election too.
1: Yeah. Kind of like what your brother was saying that you explained your brother had said about them keeping the market propped up as long as they want. Mm -hmm. What if they did that with the real estate market to where they just went full blown pinko commie and through some method They purchase what's available and they make deals with people and say, yeah, you could live here. Just, you know, you need to get this in your arm and you need to get this put under your skin and this and that. And we'll help you out. Don't worry. Just sign here. We'll we'll prick your finger.
2: What I think is going to happen is this. Is you're going to have all these foreclosures begin to hit the market and all these private equity funds will come in and begin purchasing all all that debt. They'll go back to the homeowner and say, hey, we will work with you. This is what you have to do. I think that that's one scenario that we could potentially see, is basically alleviate ownership to the private equity firm. They go under a payment plan and see what happens. But that just puts people into more and more debt, and they no longer own the asset. And this is yeah, what the but private that's equity good. firm wants.
1: They could get so much equity and then do like some state run programs where they get funding for helping all these. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. And then government
2: subsidies because all yeah. those. Comp- yeah, exactly.
1: And then they could also launder money to the Biden crime family. It's as an expansion of opportunity
2: zones. That's all and it is.
1: Actually, real estate's going to be just booming and doing so great on paper. We don't even know we're in a crisis. And I think it's a possibility. They could do some weird stuff like that and yep. really just keep pushing it along.
2: Yeah. And so basically what it is, is there, you're actually seeing a transference of wealth, real property and assets without the actual economic collapse.
1: That's an interesting thought. <clears throat> it
2: or it could issue. really
1: just go bad. It really could just yep. go bad, bad, bad. And empty houses, Detroit. Have you seen it?
2: Yeah. Yep. Well, that so. was 2008. But Goldman Sachs, it cut 3,200 jobs. It's just, it keeps on going down. Um, Some ocean shipping rates are collapsing, but real price relief is months away. This is interesting. So prices in the most volatile segment of ocean shipping are collapsing, but top retailers like Walmart and Home Depot should not expect relief until the spring contract renegotiation season, industry experts say. Spot rates, which cover anywhere from 10% to 40% of ocean container shipments, are considered a key indicator of the industry's health are in freefall as recession looms and the pandemic-fueled U.S. imports bubble deflates. The cost to send a container from Asia to the United States on the demand-sensitive spot market has tumbled more than 80% since its September peak, over $20,000 for a 40-foot container, according to the freight booking platform Freitos. And you can see the plummet. Uh, major carriers like Mediterranean Shipping and AP Moeller Maersk are also expecting delivery of hundreds of new shipping containers, which amplifies risk as carriers already have more ships and they need to handle shrinking demand. Um, there is a sense of payback time in the market after the COVID years where carriers have been in absolute control. Um So nonetheless, the top customers, Walmart, Home Depot, and Amazon, will not necessarily dictate terms during contract talks that typically happen around May. Um, This is partly because shippers that move thousands of containers every year want predictable pricing. Big shippers go into their buying season wanting to know what their freight is going to cost. They're not interested in paying or playing the spot market by shopping lower rates. At the same time, Maersk and Carriers told investors they would continue to prop up rates by canceling voyages to match sinking demand, shrinking demand. They are also scrapping small old rust buckets to cut capacity. That means shoppers will suffer from higher prices a bit longer. The American consumer should not be expecting that this is going to lead to massive price relief. That's just not going to happen. And so basically it's artificial scarcity is being produced because the rates to actually ship things overseas are dropping so fast that the companies can't turn a profit and fuel the ships and pay the people. So this is causing this discrepancy. That's not good, dude. Nope, not, not good, good at all. all.
1: Holy mackerel. Speaking of shipping, I got a little bit worried over the weekend. Did you hear that ship ran aground in the Suez Canal again and then it was broken free I, yeah, a few I hours see, later? I saw that, yeah. I was like,
2: uh-oh interesting um bomb cyclone storm brings torrential rain and hurricane level winds to california leaves 180,000 without power what's a, without power without power without power without power without power hmm, maybe that's a term we should all get to know without power because yeah, it's no pun heavy. intended no pun intended exactly without power have a power energy backup you know i was looking uh um one of my buddies he's uh he does the uh i, I don't want to say who it is because we don't have an affiliate with them but they're they're with like mike adams and alex jones and stuff like that um but they have like backup solar generators and uh like i have one here and like interesting thing about these so i have a uh 2300 watt generator so a 2.3 kilowatt generator right and it's just a best basically a lithium-ion battery And if you charge it with the wall and you plug a laptop into it, it lasts like an hour. Like, I'm like, what the fuck? Right? Yeah. So my buddy was, my other buddy was telling me, he goes, no, dude, you have to charge it with the solar panels. Oh. They're, they're, they're slow. Um, they're called like slow yield capacitors so the capacitors are meant to take in that direct current very slowly over time and fill those capacitors up he goes i had the same thing I, i i plugged in a laptop and it drained within an hour and i'm like what the hell he goes then i went out there and hooked up two of my uh 200 watt solar panels to it and he said it took like nine hours to charge but once it was fully charged He goes, I was running refrigerators, I was running laptops, televisions off of this thing, and it lasted like a day and a half. I'm like, ah, perfect. Yeah, trickle charging. Thank you. So if you are buying those things, just remember that charge them with the energy source they tell you to charge them with. I got got eight 200-watt solar panels outside. Not hooked up, because obviously you know my situation. So there might be, uh, so just for everybody out there, I might be uh, moving my office again, moving my home again. Long story, but uh, we're trying to sell our house in Colorado and it's just no offers are coming in, which is okay. That's okay. It's a tough market right now. And the only way we could buy this house was contingent on the sale of that one and the the people who are selling this one are renting it to us. We're like, Cool, great. But they don't want us to be here anymore. And they're well then it's not that they don't want us to be here anymore. It's just that they're like trying to twist our arm to make us lower the price of our house in Colorado more than we want to lower it. And I just No, it's not happening. Like like I'll 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 keep on paying my mortgage and keep that house going as long as possible until I sell it because I know where my margin is right and yeah. so might have to move and so if i do it's okay just know that for three days i'll be busy and so vince will be doing the show but we'll see Play by ear yeah this was actually an interesting article apple and home depot didn't want to adopt racial equity audits but they did and here's why blackrock and other large asset managers use the money of everyday americans to vote in favor of racial equity but um, at both companies that's the problem listen to this We're gonna play this. You're absolutely right, Stuart. In fact, it included both Apple as well as Home Depot last year. There was a racial equity audit proposal, not for equal opportunity, but for equal outcomes across racial groups. Both Apple and Home Depot didn't want to, but they were forced to when BlackRock and other large asset managers Mm -hmm. voted in favor of those proposals anyway. But they weren't using someone else's money to do it. They were using the money of everyday citizens, probably people who are watching this program, to force Apple and Home Depot and countless other companies to adopt these social and environmental policies. And I think that's wrong, Stuart. It is a fiduciary breach. Yep. It is a breach of trust, but knowledge is the first
0: step to the solution. Well said.
2: So what does he mean there? So BlackRock and so forth, were they using um, tax subsidies? Yeah. That's what it sounds like is they were using tax subsidies to basically push this down their necks, which is interesting, right? But that's who's pushing yeah. this global agenda, this ESG agenda. And also uh, ESG is now ETI in the sense of uh, – Um, investment, mutual funds and stuff like that. I guess they caught on and people are no longer investing in ESG, so they developed ETI investments. Environmentally targeted investments, I think they're called. So uh, Kroger Kroger is one of the largest grocery stores in the world. Um, Shoppers are reporting a lot of empty shelves across supermarket chain locations. Um, I've been noticing this as well out here in just regular Grocery stores is that there's a lot of empty shelves everywhere. What have you seen anything?
1: Yes. Um, Less pet food comes through. Certain items have Mm -hmm. been reduced as far as how many shelves contain them. For the last couple of years, it's been that way. So I think overall production has gone down
2: from the way things look here. Hey, have you oh Go ahead. Generally full. Go ahead. Have you seen this experiment where everybody's taking a water electrolyzer? Uh, le- electrolyzer. So it's basically just two prongs that go in there. It's got a battery. You turn it on and it produces electrolysis in the water. And they're doing it with like spring water in their, their tap water. And you're getting no. all this black crud and this yellow shit coming. Have you seen these videos? No. So they're showing how awful tap water really is. Like – Hold on. I've let's...
1: seen this though. If you electroplate things, you get nasty crap in the water.
2: Right. If you, and that's because of the actual tap water, right? I'm going to see if I can find this. Tell you what your name, Rosie.
1: Tell you what your Stop, name. Shut up. I would love this. I wait you. what your name,
2: Rosie. And where I you from, Rosie? Interesting.
1: I want to do the experiment too. There we
2: go. Okay. Perfect. Okay. So let me go in here. There it is. We got. I here. don't know. If... Let's watch, let's watch this.
1: If anyone saw that video a couple weeks ago of this lady that put a water electrolyzer in like tap water versus bottled water, and her tap water was completely disgusting. I live in Denver. Our water, not great. So naturally, I bought one of these off Amazon, and we are going to test my Denver water. There's all the colors, yellow acids, etc. Green arsenic, blue bacteria, viruses. Black is dirt-heavy metals. So let's find out. So this one is tap water from my bathroom sink, and this one is tap water from my kitchen sink because I don't have bottled water. But I will also test that in the future. So I put this thing in here, and we are now just going to power on, and we'll see what happens. You can really see the black on that
2: right? And so like this is five what
1: we, minutes. I, I kind yeah. of fast-forwarded a little bit. So you can see a lot of red, lots of black.
2: Now, now people are doing this. I see someone in there saying it's a scam. Um, I, no, I, don't, I definitely don't think it's a scam. And the reason I'm going to tell you that is because <clears throat> there's a lot of shit in your water, in your tap water. Um, Sorry. Yes, you're right. So y- Yasha saying that it's uh, Google it. I, I don't Google stuff. I go out there and verify it myself. Hmm. Right? Um, there's going to be a lot of people saying that it's a scam. A lot of people saying it's true. And see, that's one thing here with the Red Pill Project, right, is never believe anything anybody tells you, no matter who they are, unless you can prove it and verify it with your own research inquiry. Um, Yeah, what's this thing called? Well, it's just an electrolysis. So, I mean, you just get an electrolyzer. You just go out there, and, I mean, you can plug them into the wall. You turn them on. And all they do is they just run current through the water. And so typically when you see that happen, what's going to happen is that if there's anything in the water, it's going to begin to separate in the substrates, okay? Um, yeah. and this happens because of the electricity that's running through the water. Um this is legit. Yeah, no, I mean it it's you can definitely Ma- find stuff in the water. Yeah, absolutely. Whether these people are, you know, maybe these people are going out there grabbing some toilet water with a little bit of shit in it, shaking it up, making it look clear and sure. making these videos. I don't well, know.
1: Was, that was pretty funny. Uh she's like I got my I got water from my bathroom sink and I got water from my kitchen and I'm like it's the same it come water. From, yeah, it's the same water. It's the same
2: water. <laughs>
1: it's like, okay. Yeah,
2: it's the exact same water, lady, but okay. <laughs> but, I mean, you would expect, like, if you got, like, toilet water, you're going to see that yellowness and stuff like that because there's a lot yeah. of excess um, bacteria and stuff like that growing in the toilet. Uh, we where could your, do this. Your, your ta- yeah, this is a simple experiment. I actually got one on the way. So um, I okay. actually I have one here. I just can't find it, so I just ordered a new one. But yeah, they're
1: relatively cheap. So yeah,
2: yeah, and, and you can do hey, it yourself. And
1: yeah, if you guys want to do it, if you do, post it on the social red pill. Yeah,
2: and I urge everybody to go out there and just do the little experiment. Remember, prove it to yourself first, right? Um, yeah. Yeah, tap water is absolutely horrible. I mean, I tested my tap water here, and like, I mean, there's there's pesticides and all that shit in it. But you got to remember, tap water, like, don't drink that. But I'll shower in it. Do you yeah. want to know what absorbs the majority of the water throughout the day? Your skin.
1: <laughs> yeah. I get weirded out cause it rains here a lot. So I get wet every day almost. Mm-hmm. But and I worry about what the
2: heck's getting into my skin. Mm-hmm. Now here's something interesting. I've, I've watched a few documentaries. One of them was on a colloidal silver. Ooh. And did you know with, o- with only, uh, I think it's 50 parts per million. 5 or 50 parts is one of the two. 5 or no 10 parts per million of colloidal silver. All of that stuff goes away. No longer can harm you. All bacteria, viruses, pa- parasites all die. I didn't know that. Yep. Only like 10 things. yep. Only 10 parts per million.
1: 10 parts per million. So like nothing.
2: Yeah. Colloidal silver. So this is interesting. Power line workers are in high demand fueled by a wave of retirements and industry growth. And they're calling that this could potentially bring about problems within our infrastructure because there's no – all that knowledge and experience is moving out of it and there's nobody new coming in. Yeah.
1: Not just that industry, but a lot of these industries where it's like – like, you know, tough men do this job, and you need mm-hmm. fundamental knowledge and and, and some uh, some old-school ways of doing things. Like, you see this across many industries, where the old folks are retiring, all the new whippersnappers are coming out of their woke colleges, and they can't do shit.
2: Yep. Someone just said something interesting there. Roxy said, that's why rich people back in... Um, back in the days, drank from silver cups, and babies born with a silver spoon were healthier. Uh, Not only that, they also used copper. Copper and silver. That's how they got their copper.
1: Oh, I need some copper mugs, man. What am I doing?
2: I know, right? Hello, wake up. McFly! Yeah. Um, The DOJ has seized the 55 million shares of Robinhood worth nearly $500 million from FTX founder Sam Bankman-Fried after he asked the court to let him access them to pay legal fees beautiful that's interesting uh i I don't know now he has no money to pay his legal fees i think what they're trying to do is they're forcing him to go back and see where else he has money hidden because he's got (laughs) to pay his legal fees um brunson posted a uh uh an update the petition was denied they will now make their next move petition for reconsider hang in there everybody uh, the petition, you consider, they have two days to file this. Also, uh, Lloyd Brunson has his still in the 10th circuit, circuit, but the Brunson brothers' case was denied by the Supreme Court. Now, we I, I entertained the hope of January 6th and Trump as Speaker and the Brunson. I've been saying that the Brunson case, as Lloyd told me, there's a highly big chance that it's not going to get accepted. It's going to get denied. We knew this. We knew this going in there. I've said that it's probably not going to happen, right? Um, And I know people out there are like, but January 6th, and look at the timing, and then Trump is nominated. And I said, no, it's not going to happen. And it didn't happen. And I don't know. I I look at like, because I I had some really big sources, Mm -hmm. if we know what we're talking about here come And tell me, like, oh, oh, yeah, Trump's going to be Speaker of the House, and uh, you know, the Brunson case is going to get accepted. I got it from my back channels, okay. And, and what I want people to do is recognize that now we didn't say either way, we speculated and said, oh, there's a potential, but it's very, very slim, mm-hmm. right? You notice I said what
1: happened on Friday night or Saturday night? What happened with the narrative on this? Oh, everybody shifted. Hmm. What did you see? People were saying that it got accepted.
2: Oh, right. People were saying, yeah, people are saying it got before accepted. Any,
1: before any evidence of that ever came out.
2: Yep. But see, what I do here is I'll say, look, I, I, think, that I, I think I said there is less than a 15% chance that, that that case would get accepted in the Supreme Court. I said there's less than like a 5% or 1% chance that Donald Trump will be Speaker of the House. I, I've said that. I was consistent. We, we entertained it. We talked about it. We discussed it. It's possible. It was possible. It was possible. But here's the thing is Donald Trump doesn't need to be Speaker of the House to be Speaker of the House. He he already owns the house because all of the people there. And what was the the, the trade off? Did you see the trade off that they that they negotiated here? No. So it'll only take a single congressman acting in what's known as a Jeffersonian motion to remove the speaker if he or she goes against their words on policy agenda. So basically, mm-hmm. with the twenty, so this is basically what they what Trump and all of them negotiated with McCarthy is that if he doesn't do what they ask, he's gone. One vote, boom, Jeffersonian motion comes into play. Um, a church-style committee will be convened to look into the weaponization of the FBI and other government organizations, CIA, so forth. Term limits will be put up for a vote. The Texas border plan will be put before Congress for funding. COVID mandates will be ended as will funding of them. That's beautiful. Um, budget bills would stop the endless increase of the debt ceiling. There would be no more omnibus bills. One bill, one law, 72 hours to review it. So that's beautiful there as well. So I'm I'm really happy with the deal that they cut and made about this.
1: So this is legit. If he doesn't go along with that list, they could then move towards getting him the hell out yep. of there. That's it. Wow.
2: They okay. can remove him with just one one uh, one person can come up and say, "Hey, I pull back my vote."
1: And then they'll put somebody in there who will do
2: it. Well, then it just goes back to the whole Back and forth, back and forth. But with 20 people that are loyal to Trump on that level, they're never going to get the votes. So interesting to see what's going to happen here. Um, Mm -hmm. Did you hear about this one? Iraq has issued an arrest warrant for Donald Trump. Yeah. What do you think? This Dude, this is absolutely absurd. So for everybody (laughs) out there. Um, Iraq Supreme Court has issued an arrest warrant for their former U.S. President Donald Trump for the murder of Iran's Q- Qud forces commander uh, Qasem Soleimani on Iraqi soil. Do you remember what Soleimani was doing on Iraqi soil?
1: What exactly?
2: Do you remember the Terrorist night before stuff? when they launched a barrage of missiles into a U.S. military base injuring um, uh, U.S. soldiers and they killed a few Iraqi soldiers? The next day is when they took out Soleimani with a drone on uh, on Iraqi grounds. Like Soleimani was killing Iraqis and the U.S. took him out. And now the Iraqis are coming back and they're going to issue an arrest warrant for Donald Trump. What does that tell you? Who's in control of Iraq? The deep state. Iran. Iran. Yep. Hmm. Where did you run to? I ran, ran so (laughs) far away, so far away. All right. I want to give a shout out to everybody out there who's keeping up the donations on what we can consider to be the, uh, the, well, uh, my mind went blank. Uh, Restreamed, Live, and Pilled with the Battle of the Streams. Ed uh, Reed is celebrating an eight-month sub-streak. Thank you so much, Ed. Upstate Work is celebrating a 12-month sub-streak. Thank you so much, Upstate Work. Dieselette. Donated one diamond. Love your shirt, Josh. Thank you, Guns N' Roses. That's right. Does anybody remember in the movie Terminator 2? Okay. Who did the soundtrack for Terminator 2? I believe that was Nirvana, right? Guns N' Roses. Just kidding. (laughs) When when Arnold Schwarzenegger is going through the mall, okay, Mm -hmm. he's holding a bouquet of flowers. When John Connor runs through the back doors okay of the mall to leave because he sees the terminator coming the terminator pulls the roses pulls a 12 shot off 12 gauge shotgun out of the roses hmm. guns and roses Loses. ah um yeah. Shannon1313 is uh, donated one ice cream. Thank you so much, Shannon1313. RPG3573 donated two ice cream. Thank you so much, RPG. RMUAFC2 gifted a cookie. Thank you, gentlemen, for everything you do. Thank you so much, RMUAFC2. Appreciate you. Fig gifted a cookie. Cookie fight. I hope you guys had a cookie fight. Jewels, Jewels, gifted a cookie, a fig, gifted cookie stickers. Thank you so much, Just Jewels and a Fig. Patriot Bird donated 1,000 gold pills. Thank you for turning on the stickers. Thank you so much, Patriot Bird. Much appreciated. Didn't know I did, but okay. I did. Oh, Vince turned it out. Thank you so much. Oh, awesome. (laughs) Awesome. Thank you so much, Vince. Enlightened Science just donated two ice cream. Thank you so much, Enlightened Science. Shannon, 1313, donated five lemons. Patriot Bird donated a thousand gold pills. Uh, Thank you for turning on the stickers once again. LED donated six ice cream. Thank you so much, guys. Much appreciated for everything. And that link was broken. Oh,
1: well.
2: Yep. And if you guys want to help support us in that way, shape, uh, fashion, you guys can uh, go ahead, D Live Rumble, and Pilled, and send a donation over. That does help support everything that we do here. There are other methodologies to help support us if you just wanted to do that one-time donation thing. Give, send, slash redpills, or the best way to get there is redpills.tv slash go. That's the short URL, redpills.tv slash go. Or just use any of our affiliates, getgoldtoday.com. That's Dr. Kirk Elliott if you want to get that IRA, open an IRA, transfer an IRA, convert to 401k um, or just have cash and want to get into the silver gold silver bullion and get prepared for the economic collapse that's coming Uh, my patriot supply if you want to get that 25 year plus shelf life food the alexa pure water purification system redpills.tv slash patriot we have a new affiliate coming in they're awesome Um, you guys can check them out at redpills.tv slash honey that's H-O-N-E-Y, honey. And so redpills.tv slash honey. That's Honey Colony. Check them out there. And much respect and much love to all of them out there. Uh, they help uh, keep everything moving here. Um, and we're looking here. And, man, I got so many news stories and not enough time. Mm. Um, and we just go here. Uh, Paul Gozar, Representative Paul Gozar. Uh, We will conduct an investigation into an attempted coup by traitor General Mark Milley and Pelosi. This is no joke. Uh, Representative Paul Gosar of Arizona is leading the charge of Republicans launching an investigation into General Mark Milley and Nancy Pelosi. On Jan- January 7th, Gosar tweeted, remember, we will conduct a real investigation into the January 6th. The effort to attempt a coup between Trader General Mark Milley and Pelosi will be reviewed and exposed. Gosar continued, Milley's treasonous sellout to China will be investigated. Pelosi, not warning members of the intel of impending violence, will be exposed. This is big. <coughs> and I'm going to reach out to Paul and see if we can get him on. I'd love to have him talk Paul Pelosi? about this. Yeah, no, no. Paul uh, Gosar, Congressman <laughs> Gosar. Um, U.S. attorney r- reviewing documents marked classified from Joe Biden's vice president found in a Biden think tank at the University of Pennsylvania. There we go, right there. Uh, Trump calls for primary challengers to take out McConnell and his GOP Senate supporters Trump encouraged Republicans to stop McConnell after the Senate recently approved a 1.7 trillion dollar spending bill. Um, this is going to be the next uh the next point. And I think that Republicans if they do things right here in the next year, they have the ability to win back the house in 2 years as well as win the Senate.
1: Trip flood. That's right. Drip, what trip flood?
2: What did Frank Underwood say to Matt Goetz that got him all riled up. I don't know. I wish I knew. Yeah, don't know. Supporters. Of I think Bra- he threatened him. He probably did. He probably did. I wouldn't doubt it. The deep state's gonna press you on those human trafficking violations again. Keep it up. That's probably what he said to him. Um, supporters of Brazilian ex-president Jair Bolsonaro have stormed Congress, the Supreme Court, and surrounded the presidential palace. Um, they've arrested tons of people, but they definitely are taking to the streets in Brazil, doing a lot of damage there as well. So, man, crazy. And, and you know what? More power to them, more power to. Oh man, that's that's some sad news. I'll, I'll, I'll announce that news here in a second. So, that's some, um, so that's really crazy stuff that's happening in Brazil. And maybe that's what ha- should have happened here. Right? Perhaps. But yeah, it did knows? unfold
1: a little different over there.
2: Yep. Guys, I got some uh, some some news for you. This is breaking news. It's kind of sad, but we're going to share it. This is from real Donald Trump. Really bad news for Republicans and, frankly, all Americans. Our beautiful diamond, a diamond and silk, has just passed away at her home in the state she loves so much, North Carolina. Silk was there with her all the way in her passing. There was no better team anywhere in time. Diamond's death was totally unexpected, probably from her big and precious heart just plain gave out. Rest in peace, our magnific- magnificent diamond. So diamond from diamond and silk has passed away. And so, so sad to hear about that. That's, uh, wow. Wow. I wonder if, um, jabby, jab, jab. I don't know.
1: Not sure. Incredibly sad. What, what a great, uh, team they are.
2: Yeah. We're,
1: we're, we're, yeah. Rest in peace.
2: Yeah. So that's sad. Uh man. So our, our hearts and prayers go out with the family of, uh, of diamond tonight and, uh, may she rest in peace. And so, uh, Back into the news stream, more than 600 Ukrainian troops killed in retaliation operations, according to Moscow. The strike in Kramatorsk was a response to the Ukrainian shelling of Makoveska. on the New Year's night. The defense minister said more than 600 of Kiev's troops have been eliminated in a Russian missile strike in the Ukrainian-held city of Kramatorsk in the Donbass, Russia's defense ministry has claimed. And uh, we, we said that this was going to happen, that Ukraine's like, yeah, we got one, all of a sudden...
1: <laughs> well 3 days ago Ukraine rejected Russia's uh Orthodox Christmas truce offering. Yeah. And then now they've already gone back and forth with bombings. Yep. Crazy.
2: Well then Putin has sent warships armed with hypersonic missiles into the Atlantic Indian uh oceans to test US air forces with new tactics. To taunt them. So we're we're ramping up to a global war. This is getting big. Uh China's military's Eastern Theater Command launches sea and air combat drills around the island of Taiwan again. <sighs> Man. Crazy. Um, Attorney General Andrew Bailey. this is uh, Missouri's Attorney General after uh, the, the, um, Schmidt had went to the Senate. Another batch of emails from our lawsuit, Missouri versus Biden, showing the collusive relationship between the federal government and social media companies as a press-free speech is incoming. Stand by. This was a few hours ago. We're still waiting for those emails to come out. But listen, Missouri Louisiana are doing it. Congress is going to do it. We're going to see some, some truth here. Uh, we already reported on that one. Um, lead author of peer-reviewed research reanalyzing Pfizer-Moderna trials of mRNA vaccine, Joseph Freyman, calls for immediate suspension uh, of JAB due to serious harm. So we have conclusive evidence that the vaccines are inducing sudden yeah, cardiac frankly. death. And this is uh, this is the lead author of the peer-reviewed research reanalyzing Pfizer and Moderna. And so le- who is Joseph's uh, credentials? Um, he's an ER doctor. He's legitimate dude. Let's listen to what he has to say here.
0: Co-scientist. I was the lead author of a peer-reviewed study that reanalyzed the original Pfizer and Moderna clinical trials for the messenger RNA COVID-19 vaccines. We found the vaccine increased serious adverse events at a rate of 1 in 800. At the time of publication, my co-authors and I did not believe our single study warranted the withdrawal of the messenger RNA vaccines from the market. However, since its publication, multiple new pieces of evidence have come to light, and this has caused me to reevaluate my position. An article published in the BMJ regarding the FDA's own observational surveillance data found the messenger RNAs were associated with multiple of the exact same serious adverse events identified in our original study. But the FDA had failed to inform the public of these findings. In addition, now we have multiple autopsy studies that find essentially conclusive evidence that the vaccines are inducing
2: sudden cardiac deaths. Wow. Unbelievable right there. Um, and look, we, we know this. We've seen this. I mean, you can just start looking around, right? Those ER doctors on Twitter who claim to be uh, have hordes of patients were dying from COVID. Remember this one? They were all fake. The Twitter files is exposing them that they were all fake. They, they, they never existed. AI-generated photos, AI-generated posts. Okay, well, Here, how about yeah, this? Yeah, not...
1: Not AI. I think they pulled one. They pulled one from photos, like a stock image, and the other one was like off of. They stole the images. Or yeah. one was a stock
2: one, they stole another one. Yeah.
1: Amazing.
2: Yep. But here's what this doctor's talking about. Sudden, cardiac, uh, sudden cardiac death. Old Dominion basketball player clutches chest and collapses mid game. This just happened Saturday on national TV. 16 uh, year old Las Vegas high school student collapsed and died while playing flag football. Healthy, young. Vibrant. Watch this one. This is reporter Jessica Robb in Canada. I don't know what happened with her. I don't know if this is vaccine related, but she looks like she's appearing to have a stroke.
0: The case can be referred to the International Court of Justice. All right, so Jessica, how do families of the victims feel about this progress that has come just a week before the third anniversary?
1: Well, people we spoke with say they were happy that something is being done, but this is something that they've been asking for since day one. So for them, this is about a thousand days too late. Now, Nariman, I'm looking at uh, after the, the, the day families are pushing feds to pushing the feds to. Oh, sorry, airman, I'm, <laughs> I'm I'm not feeling very well right now, and I'm about to. Okay,
2: we'll come back to you right now. We'll make sure that we right are here. doing okay. Stumbles forward and starts to collapse. un believable people. I mean, how much do we have to go through? Here's another one. Breaking news. Editor for LA Times dies unexpectedly, age 33. Um, we had a, I had another one. I don't know why that's all up. Uh, no, that's not what I wanted. Uh, man, I thought I had another one. There was another one that was just out there, too. It was uh, another doctor on. Uh, oh, it was actually it's on my Twitter.
1: Mm-hmm. That's a good one. Oh, wait. Didn't we talk about that already?
2: Oh, oh there's Adam Rich. Oh. oh but yeah. I thought I had another one. And by the way, Diamond and Silk were not vaccinated, just so everybody knows. They were not oh, okay. vaccinated. Um, so not vaccinated, which is really good. Oh, Twitter files. This this was a good one. Um, so Alex Berenson did his own Twitter files today. Uh, and this is a good one. Uh, Dr. Scott Gottlieb. If you remember him, he's basically pushing against all the anti vaxxers and stuff like that on Twitter. Well, guess what? He just happens to be a board member at Pfizer. And he was calling for Twitter to suppress um, basically members of the FDA that yeah. were against the vaccine because they wanted more data. And he's calling Twitter to basically suspend them and take down their posts. And this is a Pfizer board member. Unfucking believable.
1: Yeah, and one of the posts specifically wasn't even that bad. It wasn't like there's nanobots in the shots and oh, they're trying mm-hmm. to kill us. It was basically saying, "Hey, if you have natural immunity, you might not need the shot."
2: Right. Well, and yeah, that's about he's like, herd immunity, yeah.
1: Yeah, and he's like, take it
2: down. Did you hear what China uh, said they were doing, actually? Is that they were going to open back up all of uh, China, and basically if people are sick, let them be sick. We'll get the herd immunity faster.
1: What a novel idea. Why know, did nobody right? think about that two years ago, three three years ago? Yep.
2: Yeah, Rich said all the uh, unvaccinated should go to hell. He said that last year. and Now he's dead. Yep. Stop the amendments. WHO nice. power grab through secretive committee to amend international health regulations. Um, th- this is it. Scheduled to meet in the next five days beginning today. The purpose of these meetings will be to finalize a report regarding the proposed amendments to the international health regulations. This is where they want to basically have control over all global health in the advent of a pandemic. No. We will fight you nail and tooth and with guns and bullets. Don't do it. Don't try it, Joe Biden. Don't sign that treaty. That will be the straw that broke the camel's back if they do that. Crazy, man. Crazy world. But guys, look, we're, I, I know I was kind of speeding up on a lot of those stories at the end there. We were running out of time. We'll keep you guys updated as more and more stuff comes out. Our uh, sincere um, hearts and prayers go out to the family of, uh, of Diamond and with Diamond and Silk there. And uh, absolutely just horrible hearing of her passing. So, um, But yeah, man, crazy. Yeah,
1: 2023 is going to be a real doozy.
2: Yep, 2023 is going to be a really crazy year. Better get used to it. So, But uh, much love, respect. God bless you guys. We'll release the uh, scratching tomorrow on Pilled. Sorry I didn't get to it today. I just can't do it with uh, the time we have left right now. But uh, much love, respect. God bless you guys. You guys take care. Don't forget socialredpill.com. Always a cool place to be, daily Zooms. People are jumping in there right now. You can join in. It's on the left-hand column under events. Much love, respect, God bless. Take care, good night. See you guys later.